Lag Game Club. Welcome to the Nerd Lag Game Club podcast, the podcast where we play games instead of reading books. I'm Corey, and I'm joined with three party members today? Question mark? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lauren? Three other party members. Hi. Tunza? Yo. <laughs> and Dan Boy? Hello. In this episode of the Game Club, we're battling to the beat and playing 2019's Cadence of Hyrule. Cadence of Hyrule was developed by Brace Yourself Games and was published by Nintendo. If you didn't know, Cadence of Hyrule is a spin-off of Crip of the Necro Dancer. Um, I've never played that game, but we played this one. Uh, before we get any further into Cadence of Hyrule, I want to give the spoiler warning, and I would recommend playing this game before listening to this episode. This was our game for May and was Lauren's pick, but I'm going to give a brief summary of the story for Cadence of Hyrule. Uh, to keep it short and simple, uh, Cadence, which is the main character from Crypt of the Necrodancer, mysteriously shows up in Hyrule by the power of the Triforce and wakes up Link and Zelda. Uh, she then goes off to try to find her own way home, and you can either play as Link or Zelda and travel across Hyrule to defeat Octavio's four champions, um, which they're all possessed by instruments, apparently. Um, this turns into a change of events, and your big old buddy pal Ganon shows up at the end. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, that's like the weirdest thing, because like, even after beating the game, I'm like, what, what story was this? Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> essentially what it was. It's, yeah. it's pretty simple. Um, each episode, we break up the main points of the game between us. So starting with gameplay and mechanics, Tunza is going to tell us all about it for Cadence of Hyrule. Okay, like we said, it's a rhythm-based game uh, where movements and attacks fall along the beat. Uh, each of the three characters, eventually you'll down the road you'll unlock Cadence as a, a playable character, has different like uh, abilities like catered to them, like shield for Link, uh, the... Uh, reflection diamond thing. I would. I don't know what her ability would be. I didn't use her, so I have no idea. What oh, Zelda. Zelda. It's it's the same thing like she does in like Smash Brothers, like her block, like that little like uh it's diamond like, thing. Yeah, it's like a reflector of some sort. Yeah, yeah. So like she has that, and Cadence has something to do with a shovel. I didn't play as Cadence, so I don't know. Uh, and then each like there's multiple weapons. I think there's five. There's dagger, broadsword. Uh, a gale, rapier, and spear, and they all have variants to them. And then you have all the fun stuff from like you know from Zelda, like bombs, arrows, and the trusty boomerang. And the region of the maps are uh, procedurally generated, so each of us had a different seed going in, and so everything was we would we probably uh, everybody did everything in a different order in different locations different spots experienced different things yeah um, struggled more than others what was the the weapon that had like the spike ball at the end the gale is that what that was called i think that's what i don't i don't i think that's what they're called i'm, I'm not sure I, I got that so late <laughs> um, I, I mean i used one for a while but yeah, you as you mentioned, you move to the rhythm at the bottom of the screen. There's like a triforce and you have to time your movements to like the rectangles. It's kind of almost like a Guitar Hero 
where it kind of moves onto the screen. And as long as you time it, you can move oh. quickly. Uh, you can chain combos. It, it's a huge portion of the gameplay. Um, but it, it, I, I don't know how much it actually goes to a beat more to I, just a I, tempo. I, I don't, I, I don't know. I've been trying to figure it out the whole time. <laughs> Do you think it went to I'm a beat? I'm also like musically impaired. I think it went to like BPM, like just tempo. I mean, I, I feel like tempo would probably be the better way to describe it. But I, I don't know, because whenever you think of music, you think of like the music going in like a certain beat, like beats per minute. And that's kind of what it's based off of. Yeah, because at first I was trying to match it to like the song that was playing, and I'm like, this is not the same. It's not that, no. Because I mean, some there would be like the little panels like on the ground you could step on, and they could either speed down the tempo or speed it up, and then you'd kind of be able to go faster or slower depending upon whichever one you step on. The yeah, speeding no, up confusing. the tempo made it so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. If the game wasn't double speed, I would have way I would have probably not struggled. Anything about gameplay, Lauren, that you wanted to mention? Nope, you guys got it. What oh. weapons did you guys use? Um just the spear. The, the the normal spear did you use did you use like switch to the one that like does like life steal and stuff? No, I did end up upgrading it with like titanium, so it did two damage. twice the damage yeah, and twice the range or whatever it was. Oh, twice the range would be crazy. I am. Um, like I started with a short sword that I added poison to, and then about yeah, probably about two hours in, I switched to a long sword or like the broad sword. And then I used that until I got the weapon, like, right before Hyrule Castle, or, like, as you get there, basically, that you can unlock. And then I used that for the rest of the game. Like, the Repair? No, what? Dan said he used it, too. Do you remember what that was called? It, it, I'm pretty sure it was just, like, two-handed sword. Like, he was in that category. Oh, like, I used there... that with Link, too, once I got it. I didn't get no two-handed sword. Yeah. I only had one the whole well, time. There's an obsidian. There one. was, I think, two of them that you could get in the game, and the one I don't, I don't know where you get it, but it's just like a base one, and then that one on top of high roll, you'd grab it and it would do like two damage. It was, it was called something special, yeah. like it had a special name to it. It did really I, good damage, and you could keep your distance, so that's why I used it uh, later yeah. on. Did you guys all play as like Link? Am I the only one that played as Zelda? Played as Link for most of the game up until I hit Hyrule Castle. Wow. Then I kind of played half and half. A lot of that I played as Zelda once I got there. I basically played only as Zelda. Um, Once I unlocked Cadence, I started using her. I played as Link for 97% of the game. And then I played <laughs> for, I played as Skull Kid for 10 seconds. And then Zelda for the octavio boss fight and that was it oh did did you buy like the dlc to play a skull kid no it comes I just... with the dlc oh you must well, want your 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 guys oh okay that makes sense okay okay yeah because yeah, i just like randomly unlocked him and i was like oh, okay. okay and then i just was like i ran like one square with him and then i was like eh, and then i went back to link but 
All right. So next up is the art section, and this is Lauren. So how about you tell us about the art for Cadence of Hyrule? The art style is described as pixel art, which sounds weird to me. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Because when I think of pixel art, I think of like 8-bit, but it's not. Um, It's 2D. I seen people saying they like this art style better than the new Link's Awakening and they wished it had the same art style, which I thought was interesting because I really liked Link's Awakening art. So that was interesting to see. Um, apparently not all the releases of the physical copy had artwork inside of the case and a lot of people were really upset about it, I guess. North America is one of the only ones that got that. Everyone else has a white just sheet there. Oh, um, that would suck. Yeah, so I've seen people posting like, oh, I'm so glad I got the North American copy because it actually has artwork. So I guess it was like a hot topic when the game came out. I don't know. That's what i just seen anyways. Um, to be fair, I didn't even know that there was like artwork on the back. I I honestly opened the case, grabbed the game out, and closed it, so I didn't notice either. I, I probably... like the art in this game, so I would probably appreciate it if I had the option, you know? You get... eight... Go ahead. Yeah, Tenza and Dan, you guys bought it digitally? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I, I couldn't remember if you guys had bought it physically. I know that me and Lauren both have it physically. Um, there's eight people listed as the artists for the game. A few of them are only known for this game, but there was a couple that did stand out. So, Paul Veer is the lead artist for Brace Yourself Games, and there was another independent artist, and I, his name says, like, Midio, Mideo. They both worked on Sonic Mania doing the art, so oh, yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting. And... There's a Makoto Goto. He's listed as additional crew, visual effects, and animation department. He's also known for AI, the Somnium Files, Final Fantasy 13, and also did visual effects for Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon. Hmm. And then he's got a portfolio, huh? Well, the next person, their name, and I'm sorry if I've mispronounced this, but Kaoru Hasegawa. He's known for Cadence of Hyrule, Pokemon Mystery Dungeons Blue and Red Rescue Team, Gates to Infinity, and Super Mystery Dungeon. The, the original Mystery Dungeon, right? Yeah, and the newest one. So I thought that was pretty cool. Those are the ones that like stood out. I mean, you look at like a small... Well, I mean, I guess after Crypto Necro Dancer kind of took off. I mean, yeah. obviously enough to be partnered with Nintendo to do something, but like to still keep it a relatively small team and they all have like a distinct like background and like kind of niche games. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Yeah, it seems like, uh, you know, Pokemon obviously pretty big, but it's not the main Pokemon games. It's like yeah, the it's like the niche ones. ones. Yeah. yeah. It's like the games that are, I would say, Mystery Dungeons is like on the level of like kind of how these games are set up to be. Uh, Mystery Dungeons is like a true RPG. Definitely. Oh um, well, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, I, I to go back like for a half a second, I would say that I would prefer Link's Awakenings art. Like Me the more like claymation almost look than yeah. this. 
Yeah, there's a there's an actual name for it, and I don't remember what it is. But once it came out, I was talking to Dave when we worked together, and I was like, "Oh, this art style looks really cool." And he was showing me how it's like a big thing right now that like you know blur the outside with just almost like a zoomed in like in the center. I love the art of that. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, from watching what you've played of it and just what I've seen online, it looks really good. Yeah. yeah. I also think this game looked really good, though. It's very oh, yeah. like, visually For sure. popping. For sure. I think it looks really good. Like, everything's, like, super vibrant. Like, blue is blue. Like, sure. you know, no dull colors here. No, not at all. Yeah. All right. So, Dan, you're up next. Uh, how about you tell us about the sound design and music? Um. So, for the music in this game, it's it's basically just your normal, like, Legend of Zelda sounds, like songs, but remixed a little bit to kind of fit kind of the whole the game move into a beat kind of yeah. thing um it's 25 songs um some several of them are normal just zelda songs some of them are just original songs composed for it um oh gosh i lost my train of thought um so oh the tricky thing about the whole talking about the music thing, it the DLCs for the game comes with additional songs. I don't know exactly how those ones fit in, if they're just randomly placed or if they're in like certain areas. I didn't have any of them because I didn't have the DLC, but Lauren and Corey, you guys had like the physical, which comes with all the DLC. So you guys might have heard different songs that I didn't hear or tons I didn't hear. Um, The... The game was nominated for awards based on the, the soundtracks. Like, uh, 2019 Golden Joystick Awards, it was nominated for Best Audio. Um, same with Nintendo Game of the Year is nominated for. Um, at the Game Awards 2019, it, had, it was nominated for the Best Score slash Music. Um, the NAVGTR Awards, it won for Game Music or Performance Based. And it also won the 18th annual G.A.N.G. Awards for People's Choice, I guess. Yes. Cool. So it kind of kind of had some pretty good reception based on the music and everything, which I feel like is pretty important for a game based on rhythm and the music. Sure. Yeah, I also think it's like, like Nintendo music. I mentioned I was playing this game to the one kid at work and he did the music and like like was telling me about it and I was like that's weird. Yeah, I mean <laughs> the Zelda franchise has like some of the most iconic songs. Uh they cuz they've just been the same for like ever. Um I will say that the one thing that this game has triggered for me is that one day at work I was listening to like Zelda like lo-fi beats. And I don't know if this game influenced that, but then I was like, I want to listen to those. And uh, <laughs> yeah, for at least in there. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of what I've been doing at work, just listening to like Zelda, like lo-fi beats. But 
yeah overall i think the sound design and music is catchy in this song if you like you know can calm down for 10 seconds and actually listen to it <laughs> for sure um so we're going to open up the floor and kind of just talk about the things that made an impact for us i do want to start this because it kind of relates to what we're talking about uh you said the dlc music was added did you guys have the deku village in your guys's game or was that a later edition i no, I did Deku not. Village. No. There was like um a whole part yeah. you could like teleport to. It had like the Deku Village, and there was like its own like little like map that you could fill in. Oh like, no, no, yeah. that would probably be with the Skull Kids like DLC because yeah. he had like his own with his own like story and missions and everything. So I'm assuming like that was a good chunk of music in there. I I would assume that they use different music in the DLC portions, but that was pretty cool. Um, I did like that it was just kind of its own thing and it was optional, but it was it was pretty cool. Like the Deku Village, the first thing I immediately think of is Majora's Mask, yep. um, which is a really underrated Zelda game that is like really difficult if you don't know what you're doing. But it it kind of just instantly nostalgia for. Majora's Mask when I got to that section. So that's like kind of the first thing that made an impact for me. Uh, to be up front, I, for the most part with me, I did not enjoy a good chunk of this game. Um, not that I think it's bad. It's just kind of not for me. Yeah, that was my biggest issue. I don't think this is for me as well. Um, when I play I mean... RPGs just in general, I like to just touch everything collect everything and having to go back through like areas and like having to move all slow when i'm just trying to cut through kind of annoying yeah the movement becomes a thing jason kind of put it to me the best when he was talking about like the reason like he's never pl like, played it after a while is just that you are always like it's a game you can't just play like you can, you have to be always kind of thinking about something or doing you couldn't just like move around freely cuz i mean that's why i get punished a lot in this game because i'm just going against the beat yeah especially like later on if you're like trying to just lay down a bomb and you miss time the beat you don't lay the bomb down and then you just take an absolute beating yep all the time or you put it down next to the shopkeep <laughs> And then he attacks you. Uh, that happened to me too. <laughs> yeah, I, there was like an achievement for killing the shopkeep, and I I kept trying to go for it, and I just kept getting my butt kicked. Oh my god, I killed him! You know what happens the next time you go back to him? Oh no, he kills you. Yeah, he immediately <laughs> attacks you. <laughs> oh great! So it wouldn't even be worth it. No, you get a coupon that's supposed to like discount the shop items but he immediately tried to kill me well he did kill me but i was like oh whoa why are you attacking me <laughs> yeah i didn't oh. even know you could attack him yeah it's an accident if you blow if you blow up like the shop room even the walls it gives you rupees yeah 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 that i had happened but i didn't realize that you could actually damage him yeah can you also damage the other characters, like the witch that sells you stuff, or any uh, other? Well, not the fairy, because every, I don't think they... Maybe if you put a bomb behind them, 
But I was like, the fairy and stuff, you can't, because it just immediately goes into a dialogue. But I didn't try to kill people, so. Same. I didn't know, like I said, I didn't know that was even a thing. But, yeah. uh, yeah, how about you, Lauren? How about you go? What made an impact for you? Um, I don't know about made an impact, like, in particular, but I, I'm not a huge fan of roguelikes. It's just, they punish you a lot, and that's a little stressful for me. But I like action-adventure games. I've never played a rhythm game, so I enjoy like Just games. Dance. Okay, besides Just Dance, <laughs> I've never played a rhythm game. But I I enjoyed the music a lot. Honestly, there was a point where I turned on like the fixed beat mode, because you can just run normal. Like, everything moves and shifts, but you could just keep running. <laughs> oh, I should have did that. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it made it way less stressful trying to run through an area that you've already been through. So, I thought that was a good addition for, like I said, if you've already been through that area and you want to run through it real fast, you don't have to deal with it. I, I think... like the art style. I liked being able to have the choice of what weapons I used. Like to be able to pick which characters I use. I like that they, in the final battle, they make you switch between Link and Zelda based on like the rhythm that's going. I thought that was really cool. That's so frustrating. <laughs> nah, that Ganon fight, or that, yeah, that was Octavia, right? Yeah, Octavia. Octavia. That battle stressed me out till I figured it out. And then I, I was have. Like, oh my god, it's not that bad. The fucking spider <laughs> thing gave me the hardest. T like, uh, besides that, then going to the Ganon fight, the ga going to the Ganon fight pissed me off to the point where I was getting real mad. Yeah, when I was trying boss to fights, get to I Ganon, felt like they're pretty I was easy. So mad. Yeah, the uh the one that tons is talking about is one of the champions and it is the goma rockas oh god Fucking hated that thing goma uh, yeah <laughs> he was the hardest uh, he's for me the hardest boss i've versed in the entire game so how i think we should go around what order did you guys fight the champions in oh do you remember um, temple of storms the fucking water one, and then the stone, or whatever, the magma, and then the swamp. That was my order. So I did Lake Hylia, then the, I don't know if that's the Gerudo runes, which is the lava one, then the Lost Woods with Gomaracas, and then I did the storm one last the same exact order i did them in yeah I, I the champions i felt were super easy um i didn't die to them ever i always died to things leading up to the champions because uh, yeah. it's annoying yeah i mean there's a lot of, of this game i like enjoyed for a while but then the more i played the more i was like i just want this to be over or not have to go like like, if I died or I needed... Because like, a lot of my things, I never had, like, armor or, like, diamonds on me at certain points. I just keep trying the boss. Like, that... Uh, well, the spider boss is the only... That was the... That was when my death started racking up. 
It wasn't bad till then. And the beginning was bad because I mainly killed myself with bombs. But it was just hit the wrong button. Or just like not knowing. Like Zelda has like an ability where you hit like L like uh, like left bumper. And I would accidentally hit it because of the way I was laying in bed and it would just blow up me like blow me up or take me down to like two hell like two star or two hearts. hearts. Yeah. Um did you guys fill out your inventory? No. No. Oh, I had what do you mean so, exactly? So on that second page where like your boomerang, your hook shot. Yeah. I, I had so many empty spaces still when I finished this. Yeah, same. Well Yes. I I believe there's still empty spaces. Well, I never found the flippers. Yeah, I never found those. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can buy them, but then I was looking at all the shops and I couldn't find them, so I was like, maybe you don't buy them? Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of like to the game that I just kind of... like Because you go unlock those like charms, and it like, shows yeah. you where like things are. Like, Have you been there? And it's like, you never beat this mini-boss or got the treasure there. And I was like... I, so I went there, and it's like, I did. I did all of this, and it's still showing up there. Well, the treasure chest would show back up every time you died. Well, like the mini boss wouldn't, though. I don't think it shouldn't have. Um, but yeah, it, I, I didn't grab like any of the extra stuff. The charms is what made me progress quickly, though. Like once I started finding the charms of like where the dungeons were, where the mini bosses were, like then I was able to start kind of like start cruising through this game because I was like, now I know where I'm supposed to go. I cruised through the first like three temples and stuff and cruised right to like, like, like two, like really far. And then hit like a wall so hard. <laughs> like just needing stuff and like not having like other weapons. It's Cause I just used the spear for a long time. That broadsword, that's where it's at. Um, did you guys know uh this kind of transitions into the next one too, but we'll just do it now. How long it took you to beat it, how many steps you took, and how many deaths you had? Yeah. I also know Oh, I don't know about deaths. I can tell I, you, Dan. I took dude. a picture of the leaderboard. Which makes sense why Corey and Lauren oh, are okay. on our leaderboard. Because they would have been uh Playing a different version of the game. Is that how that works? But okay. So I'm assuming. I I know like the time it took me to be in the step count, but at the like, you know, whenever you beat the game, it doesn't tell you how many deaths. I, it's I, just runtime step count, you. and then your seed. I could tell you. I'll Dan go, okay. then I'll go, because then we could compare. All right. So uh, my runtime it was five and a half hours. And step count was 33,000 steps. Nice. And then your deaths is 62. Hell yeah. Damn. And then, and then listen, this is where it gets real bad. <laughs> My step count is 51,398. My time to beat is 7 hours, 55 minutes, and 36 seconds. Damn. My game overs is 122. Whoa. Oh my god. I jumped. I was telling Corey I like beat like I beat the the spider dude after bitching about it at like fifty one deaths. Cause I told Corey I was like, oh I'm catching up to Dan because I seen your leaderboard already. I died so many times last night. And then I got on this morning. It I I beat all like got got, got to Gan and beat him within thirty minutes. 
That's crazy. Jeez. I was just so frustrated. I think I just made it worse on myself. So my uh my time was five hours eighteen minutes. I took forty one thousand twenty steps and I only had forty game overs. So I feel like an absolute pro compared to you guys. That's kinda surprising because like you had more steps than me, but less time. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I must have just traveled around more. But I also don't yeah. know how the DLC and stuff like if it makes it makes the game different at all. I I wouldn't that I wouldn't imagine. Yeah. I don't know. Like well, he, well, he's also like walking around like in a different area because he had more yeah, sure. and stuff. So I don't know. Lauren, do you know any of yours? Oh, also, I beat my my game with. Three percent battery left. Oh my god! Why? <laughs> because I didn't charge it, and then I came downstairs, brought it with me, and it just was like I started playing it. Then I was cooking, and then I was like, "Oh, I'll get to it after I cooked." And when I came back, it was like I didn't look, and then it flashed like nine percent before, like like as soon as I got the Ganon, I was like, "I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you," <laughs> which I beat him in one try too. So. I had the same issue. I literally beat Ganon, and my switch went. Going to sleep, charge now, and the stream yeah. went black. I literally went, fuck, oh, fudge, and I ran up the stairs and was like, no, 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 and I plugged it. Did you just censor yourself after we say, like, fuck, <laughs> fuck. all the time? <laughs> the fuck, yeah. I mean, yeah. fudge. It's just fudge. Right. Let's see. It doesn't tell me how many deaths I have. What do you mean? should tell you. Hit continue. It should tell you. Like, it when should, you pick like, your when save. you go to your, like, save file. I did go to my save file. And it should say like game it should be like playtime. Yeah, there's steps no and then game overs underneath. Nope. Is it one of those things because she turned on the fixed beat mode? It like considers it like an easy mode so it won't show it now. Oh, I don't know. So what was your uh, play, what's your playtime and steps then? Okay, so runtime let me explain after I tell you that oh, it's no. nine and a half hours. I left my game on while I was making myself food, eating, scrolling on my phone for a break. So I would say it's about eight. Then how many steps? Oh, game over. She just popped up. Okay. Steps. I had 51,042. And game oh, no. overs, 81. Man, I am a pro. I am pro gamer in this episode. <laughs> Yay, Corey. Yay, me. <laughs> pro gamer. And like 10 of those deaths was I... the Octavio fight because I didn't understand what the fuck was going on. Oh, I probably died to Octavio 25 times at least. I, I died to Ganon a bunch because I told Corey this. At the end there, you have to, like, it shows, like, the Triforce, and you have to get, like, each person to, like, stand on a part of it. Mm. I thought I had to organize them into that shape and then walk onto it all at once. So I kept trying to do that, and then I would die. And then I'd go back, I would try the same exact thing, and then die. And then just kept doing it over and over and over and so over I and over. I thought that's how it was going to be, like, when I was first doing it, and I just walked, and it, like, took Link away, and I was like, okay, or Zelda away, and I was like, Okay, I don't have to do what I don't have. Yeah. It's way that boss fight. Just gonna say it. 
like the leading up to that boss fight was the hardest part of the game for me. And then Ganon was like, "Oh, I beat you in one try." This, this oh, so oh. I died to Ganon once and then beat him on the second try because I did not realize that Zelda and Caden share my health bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't let him get beat up. Yeah, so I was beating up enemies and they're just getting smacked by like one of the the dark nuts or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I don't know why I'm losing health, and then I died. And then I figured yeah. it out and beat him the sec- the next time with like no issue. Um, yeah, but good. But I wonder uh, how different everybody's like time and game overs and steps and everything would have been different had we all played the same seed. Like seed, yeah. yeah. Like, do you think that actually like thinking like when we like when I first played the game and seen it was like seed based? I was like. Oh, maybe we should share a seed. Then we'd like talk about, like we would have more of a thing. And I was like, oh, then that wouldn't make it fun. Uh, yeah. We would have different experiences when we'd be able to talk about things in like different orders. Right. Yeah. In hindsight, I think it kind of would have been neat just to be like, oh, like we all played the same seed. Like, you know, I I only died twenty times, or you know, not that. Yeah. Then I would good. be like, you're you're a good uh, yeah. gamer, like. You doing this, it's like, I had some crazy parts that just, like, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> um, but, yeah. Anything else you guys want to talk about before we move into the next section? Uh, I mean, we could address that we're not really doing uh, reviews this time around, since there's not really a fun way to get reviews. There's just actual, like, game company reviews, and then a couple Reddit stuff. Yeah, we typically do reviews. We do like good, bad, and funny. Uh, but we take it from Steam usually because it's like a gold mine for them. We're not going to do that this episode because this is a Nintendo game and you're just going to get your IGN stuff for the most part or whatever. So we're just going to skip that section. Um, at the Towards the end of each episode, we go around and we find out if we would recommend the game and why or why not. So starting with Dan, would you recommend this game and why or why not? I would recommend it just because it I I enjoyed it even though I kind of kind of got upset with playing it just because I would get like frustrated at some points stuff like that. But I think overall it was it was pretty good. It was fun. It was different. To me, anyways, of doing the whole rhythm-based combat, which I thought was kind of unique. I don't know if it's really that unique, but I'm going to say it's unique. It's pretty unique. I haven't seen it really done this way. I've seen it done before, but... Yeah. Um, What about you, Tunza? So, but I give, like... And overall, I think for the price I paid for it, it's good. If you're really into Nintendo, you're probably either already have this or like, like if you're into Zelda, you probably like are super into it or just want something that's more Zelda, even though it's not. But personally, no, I'm okay. I suck at keeping a beat. If you can't keep a beat, you probably will get frustrated. But that fixed beat mode, maybe be like, make it more of like just a normal game. Or at least help in that aspect, because like I struggled really hard with it. 
And also now I've owned K- uh, uh, Crypto the Necro Dancer for a long time. I am not playing that game. I'll just admire the art of it, and that'll be it. Because <laughs> I I struggled with this is an easier version of it. I don't think I'm gonna <laughs> beat that game. Yeah, uh, that makes sense, Lauren. So, uh, so overall, no, I'm good. Um. As a fan of the music of uh, Zelda and games that are basically like this, besides the roguelike portion of it, I enjoyed it a lot. I did rush trying to get it done this morning, so that kind of took away a little bit of my experience because I was starting to panic that I'd have enough time. But I can say all the times that I was playing it, I enjoyed myself. So I'd say, yeah, if you're a Zelda fan, then I would give it a shot. And for me, probably not. Um, I, overall, it was just kind of frustrating. Like, the rhythm portion of it wasn't so bad for me. It's the fact that, like, there's no direction to anything. Like, you don't really get, like, any clues to, like, kind of where you're heading. And Dan pointed it out to me, which I didn't even know. If you talk to, like, the witches, they'll tell you where to go or what to do next. But how am I supposed to know that? Because it doesn't say anything. I didn't find that out till the end. I only found out because Dan told me. Yeah. Um, So, it it was just, it's frustrating because you don't know what you're supposed to be doing. I didn't even know there was four champions until I stumbled across the first temple and Octavia was like, Oh, this is one of my four champions you need to defeat. And I'm like, I, I didn't even know there was four of them. Like, cause you know, I try to go into these games completely blind as much as possible. So I want to play it as like a fresh perspective. I don't want to have like my opinion changed based on something I've read or seen if I can avoid it. And it was just so frustrating. But like I said, once I got those charms and was able to just be like, okay, this is where I'm supposed to go. These are the things on the map. It wasn't so bad. I love Zelda, but this is not the Zelda that I want. Um, But it's an experience. I mean, if you're willing to take a risk on it, it is a little bit on the pricier side. Something, the most expensive game we've played on this podcast. Um, but I, I would say no for me, but I'm I'm sure a lot of people can convince you otherwise. But I'm I'm good. Alright. Um anything else about Cadence of Hyrule before we find out what we're playing in the month of June? I'm good. Yeah, I think we're good. I think we've done it. I I, I think if you already like Zelda and this is your thing, you've probably already known about this game. Let us know, uh, like what your thoughts would be on it. Yeah. I'm always down to be convinced that I'm wrong. I mean, I don't think. I mean, it's always subjective. Like, I, I think it's a good game for what it is. Uh, like Zelda themed, Nintendo, like all, all that stuff being the selling point. It's a good game. It worked how it was supposed to. I never had an issue. I just sucked at it, and so because I'm bad at it, I don't like it. I'll just throw out music A plus, so I'll give the music a a good rating on that. But all right, Tunza, you get the pick for the month of June. So how about you tell everyone what we're, what game we're playing and why you chose it? 
Okay, I picked something, well, super different from all what we've played before. We're playing a visual novel this time. We're going to play Paradise Killer, which is like a detective, like, uh, who did it kind of. Your main like, goal is like open world, explore, try to find evidence to prove like who, like prove your case in a trial. Uh, the art style looks kind of cool and wacky and just it's completely different from what we've done so far. So that's why I picked it. I'm going to be a professional Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, you play as a uh, Lady Love Dies. Is like the main character's name. I wish he played as Burlock Domes. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. See you guys next month. <laughs> um, any thoughts on that, Dan Warren? Can get down to some visual novels. We'll on Game Pass. So. Warren's good at. No, it's like novels. Clue. It, it says it's right around twelve hours, but then like yet again, it's. It's a game that where, where you would choose your pacing. You know, if you read faster than somebody else, you're going to, you know, you're going to be good if like you it's also like open world so you discover clues like you might find something quicker than somebody else so on, so on and so forth. Well, if you need but any, it's completely different. If you need any help tons of Lorna help you read the game. I can read just. See, I was gonna make a joke about that, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to be that guy. <laughs> oh, the guy who can't read picks a visual novel, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. I was gonna say, so it'll probably take you longer than all of us. But, yeah. Well, now I'm gonna speed run this shit. <laughs> I'm gonna read. I'm, you're gonna ask me questions. I'm gonna know nothing. I just start. I just start guessing. You just look up get the a bad guide. ending. You're just I gonna could... look up a guide where all the evidence are, so you can advance. Well, like, so I didn't look, I really didn't look too much into this game because one, it's like a kind of like a choose your own adventure in a sense, like, because you have to figure out and prove your case. So I didn't want to look up anything, but I'm sure there's good endings and bad endings. So we might have different endings I depending so. on like a thing. So hopefully no one gets like a five, you know, first hour game over. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm running with that if that's what I get. You're gonna call it. You're gonna call it. Just see how bad I am at visual novels. And uh, then I'm gonna ask you can't read. <laughs> um. All right. Great. I had a lot of fun talking about Cadence of Hyrule on NLGC. But before we go, we wanted to share where you can find us online. First, we have a YouTube channel called Nerdlag where we'll be uploading some great content. So make sure to subscribe for the latest videos. We have a Facebook page at Nerdlag Game Club. Make sure to like the page so you can get the latest news about the podcast. You can also find us over on Twitter at Nerdlag, where we share some of the latest gaming news and stuff we find interesting. And lastly, we have a Discord at Nerdlag, where you can talk to us in voice chat and join in some discussion about everything nerdy, like video games, anime, movies, and chat with like-minded people. If you'd like to join, ask for an invite. Uh, we also want to thank everyone that tuned in for this episode. And if you enjoyed it, make sure you share it with your friends. And also follow us on Spotify. It really helps. On to the final credits. At the end of each episode, we talk about gaming news or anything that we've been playing or just anything we want to talk about. Um, just for like 5-10 minutes at the end, just to close it out. So, does anyone have anything they want to talk about? Uh, I don't know. I haven't really played anything. I'm gonna pick something though. Yeah, I don't think I really.
haven't played anything. No, I played like Halo Infinite for like the event challenges, but that that was about it. That's all I've really played. Yeah. Played a little bit of Valorant, yeah, kinda. Like a couple games the other night. Yeah, that's that's kind of it. I think uh, I was talking to Lauren about this earlier, and she texted everyone about it. But I think I'm gonna give oh, that yeah. Nino Cooney MMO a try. Yeah, I'm down to give oh, it a yeah. go. Actually, I'll look into that right now. Um, which is weird, Corey saying it MMO, but it's probably because it's Nino Cooney. I love Nino Cooney. I love the universe. <laughs> I love the way it looks. I hate MMOs. But yeah, so we'll see how this goes. Looks so good. It does look good. I've seen somebody playing it. Yeah. Or uh, like at least the ad to it. Well, I I read that it it's a little clunky because it's the PC one still in like beta or whatever. Because they're doing that's cross fine. platform with mobile. Oh god, that's weird. Yeah. So. Oh my god, dude! Clunky. If you look at like the button layout, it's phone layout, but with you can like, turn keyboard that controls. Off oh, that's so yeah. weird looking though. No, I re- I read you could turn that off, so you don't see it. You don't have to see it on the screen. I was looking at that. And I was like, God, <laughs> that is so weird. I was like, yeah. I, I was like, I'm just gonna play on my phone. <laughs> or the tether, my iPad. No, yeah. I but I think I think I'm gonna p- pick a game and just play something like weird, like for me. Because the last like two weeks have been me trying to force, well, not force out, but like between work and uh, watching One Piece, I've played games for the podcast, not really, or yeah, for the podcast. Wow, watching One Piece, what a what a weeb. You also were watching <laughs> One Piece. Yeah, I'm I actually know, that's a it. joke. <laughs> Uh, how, oh wait, I was gonna be like, how far are you guys now? But I mean, we'd get in the spoiler territory. Yeah, we're not gonna do yeah. that. Yeah. Well, yeah. come on, you guys don't want to get this ruined. Seven hundred something episodes. Yeah, this is a gaming podcast. Um, I, I'm right there with you though, Tunza. I want to play something for myself because I've been playing GameCube challenges for streaming and our podcast games. So I haven't really like just sat down and played something for me. I played like a couple matches of Halo with Dan, and God, I am so bad at that game. That's weird. Did you like take turns? <laughs> yeah, we were. Yeah. Okay, I was like, "There's no way you went upstairs and installed it." No, I went out in his room and just sat there, and I was just watching him at first, and then he sat the controller down to move the hookah, and uh, I was like, "Oh, I picked up the controller and I played the rest of this game out, and I did all right that game." And he like slid the hookah to, closer to me, so we were just passing the hookah and then passing the controller. I kind of felt like we were like teenagers again. That's cool. That's probably a better experience overall, to be honest. Yeah, I, some kid called me like trash, trash. or something, and I was like, I don't care. I got one kill. That's what I set out for. <laughs> it's so funny because like multiplayer games now, I just kind of like Valorant's fine because we typically meet nice people. Or at least, like, dude, they're always so nice and chill. I love it. Yeah, and we'll get the bad ones every once in a while. Like, one of the last times we played, I got like a heated thing with some guys. But, like, typically, like, when I play other things, I'm either always muted or, like, I mute everybody when I join because I would rather just have a, like, a relaxing experience of still trying to play, but not hearing somebody call me trash because I didn't do something the way they would like to do it. Well, they, they, like, typed it out into, like, game chat, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It just made me laugh. 
I mute that shit too. I'm so happy you <laughs> everything. Like when I play like Counter Strike, because I play alone, I have everything muted. There's no game like well, they're not. There's games now, but there's no uh, game communications. Like so, I can't hear my team and I can't see what they write because it gets pretty spicy in there. Um, so this is kind of relevant to the whole One Piece thing. Uh, they released more like screenshots and gameplay or whatever of the One Piece Odyssey. Um, so it's like the RPG version. Oh yeah. What are your guys' thoughts on that? I know that uh, Lauren was a little disappointed that it's turn based. Yeah, it, I I totally thought it was Dragon Quest the first time I seen it. Now it solidifies it more. It's Odyssey. Is that what it's called? Yeah, One Piece Odyssey. Um, Warner... I figured it was gonna be turn based just because of the way it was set up. Then you guys told me it wasn't, wasn't, and I was like, this looks like uh. Dragon Quest. Lauren, are you still going to play it, or are you, like, having second thoughts now? I'm still going to try it. I mean, it looks, like, visually, it looks really good. And I like that uh, Oda had a part in writing the story, so I'm about it. Yeah, I'm sure the story will be really good. I told you the other day, hopefully it does not get the fairy tale treatment, because that fairy tale RPG was garbage. <laughs> Because they just only modeled certain characters and then other people were like still frames. I don't think you'll have that issue in this. I just don't know what it will, you know, if it'll continue to be fun. I'll enjoy it. I like turn-based RPGs. Yeah, like I don't know like what the setup and stuff, because I don't think it's going to be canon, right? Did he say? No, it's not going to be canon, but... I mean, he designed, like, new characters and monsters and all that. Oh, stuff, some stuff might lead into the show at some point. So I, I think it's cool. I uh, I didn't finish the last One Piece game, but, like, I would enjoy it more now, like, just be, being that far. I was, like, probably just getting started in One Piece when that came out. I liked World Seeker a lot, and I knew nothing about One Piece at that point in time. Which I think it would be like neat to be like uh know what I know now because like I'm you know I'm getting there I'm almost eight hundred episodes in yeah but all right I'm good you guys yeah. good yeah me too well, yep we're we're fantastic over next here time we might bring in some more uh you know us playing games for ourselves a little bit and have a bit more of a broad like spectrum of things played. And I will tell you my experience with Nino Kuni on the next episode. Doubt it. <laughs> I will, because I'm gonna try it. But, right now. Uh, Alright. Um I think that was good to have that little extra time at the end of the episode, but it is now time for us to install the next game and get ready for the next episode. So thanks for listening and we will see you guys in the next one. Later. Later.